it's time. Well, all right. So, it is time. Sweet! Do you have anything you want to talk about? <sighs> well, you're supposed to. We're supposed to come up with one topic each. Well, my topic, I don't know if it's a good topic, but it's really just the thought that I've been noticing lately that seems like mediocre folks always might rise up really, 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 really high in management. And I'm wondering why the hell that is. Whether it's, doesn't matter whether it's government, freaking private sector, whatever. The people that are, the management folks always seem to be pretty average at what they do. And yet they're, they're, they're rising up. Well, there is a lot of like uh, anecdotal empirical evidence, right? There's that old saying, you rise to the highest level of your incompetence, which is basically talking about moving up in a bureaucracy, whether it be corporate bureaucracy or government, right? Right. Because I know, I know you've made that statement about, I guess you would say the military is like that too, right? I mean, that's a big bureaucracy. Yeah. So, so there's always like little jokes about generals being well, pretty... Uh, and and it's it's I th- I think I think it only there's a there's a kernel of truth to it, but I think it only applies in certain situations. It applies more heavily in certain situations than others. Like if you want to use the military example, yeah. If you're in a full blown war, then yeah, there's always going to be nepotism. So there's always going to be people that want certain people to move up in the ranks to be the future of the leadership, right. quote unquote, of the organization. Right. So, you know, people get uh, experience doing things. I mean, well, that was the whole point of that one episode in um, in Band of Brothers with Lieutenant Dice, right? Yes. Dyke. <clears throat> Whatever his name is. Right. Was he a real guy? I don't know. If he was, I feel sorry for his family. But uh, I, I heard from one guy who was talking about, who was explaining this to me years ago. And he was like... And, you know, this is like, you know, mid-90s when there's really no military wasn't going to do anything. Basically lost, you know. It's it's debatable whether uh, World War One was one. I mean, World War Two was one. I mean, yeah, but, you know, Korea, no. Vietnam, no. Well, one was a draw, wasn't it? What? <laughs> wasn't it? What is it? One draw, one win, one. Oh, one Which and one? one was the draw? Korea. Okay. Um, but the, uh, this, this officer was telling me, cause basically promotions from second lieutenant to captain are almost automatic. Almost. I mean, if you do something horrendous, then yeah, you're <laughs> right. But if you stay in for a time, you'll probably get promoted to captain. Once you get to captain and you know, every, every promotion level up, every, every, every higher rank, there's fewer spots. Right. So essentially... Um, you have people that just don't do anything. You have to make no mistakes, right? And the best way to make no mistakes is to not do anything. Wow. You know, not do anything new. Just keep the, keep the things going, whatever. And that's kind of like the way it is in large corporate organizations. Except for nowadays, but I digress. Right? There's only one EVP. There's only one CFO. There's only one CEO. There's only one, or there's only a few, like every every higher rung you get up into management, there's fewer and fewer spots. So 
you don't want to do anything to raise negative attention to yourself. And in that sense, you also don't want to do anything to raise positive attention to yourself because you're just trying to, you're just trying to get along. And, you know, so that's, that's one of the, but I see what you're, I see where you're coming at. See, I, I, I've, I've, um, also observed it like in like the blue collar, like in the, in the grocery store industry, um, where I feel like the, the only people that are get that kind of get stuff done that know what they're doing are like the lower level folks and the management folks are just, it seems like their only job is to just get on everybody and make suggestions that kind of don't really work. So, and, and I'm like, well, how, how do these people move up? How do these people survive? How do these people end up being fucking store managers? You know, or well, I just told you because they didn't do it because they they just there they didn't tr- attract negative attention to themselves. They just kind of outlasted. But again, that's that's in an in an established situation, right? Right. I mean, they don't seem to do anything though, Dave. That's like the that's like the aristocracy. British aristocracy nowadays just seems like a bunch of inbred weirdos that don't do anything and just kind of benefit from the from the from the efforts of previous people a thousand years ago you're a british aristocrat you're more than likely to die in a war yeah <laughs> or in a battle or somehow you know right so it only really works now <laughs> that that mentality only really works when the corporate organization is established and there's nothing really going on. You know, you don't you don't move up in the army when there's no war. You just kind of what stay in your. You try to you try to um, you try to get somebody higher up to kind of take a shine to you and move up as as they move up, I suppose. But in a war, people get killed. Uh, people uh, failure is. Not necessarily, you know, failure, doing nothing is not necessarily rewarded because doing nothing results in failure. And plus we're talking about like large organizations. If you're, you know, the head of, the head of, the head of a company, a one man company or a person that started his own store. Yeah. Right. I, I, I think they're going to be pretty, pretty together. They have to be. Right. Now, if that store survives and becomes successful enough to where that guy's or gal's kids can come in, then things start falling apart. But, you know, the second generation of of management only needs to keep what was going on in the first generation. You know, it's, it's, it becomes more of not losing what you got, not gaining. Which often happens, right? Well, second generation, third generation. Well, that's the story, right? A, A fortune is lost within three generations. Was it was it Ford Motor Company you were talking about the the son was no good but then the son's son was was good I don't want to say no good the son wasn't like his dad and uh, Edsel Ford did die of some form of, I think stomach cancer or something ugh I wonder if it's because of stress probably but Henry too he's a he was like Henry one yeah that's weird and then the Rockefellers right. Rockefeller's son kept the kept the company together. Yeah. 
and it also it, it, and it also I think is different between like the family dynamics, right? Like, like Hyundai in Korea. The guy probably has he has his legitimate children. He has uh, illegitimate children. They all probably work at the company. In fact, I think I think each of his kids have a division of the company. Mm-hmm. Um, and the brightest star runs Hyundai Automotive. Right. But there's also Hyundai Heavy Industries, Hyundai Construction, <laughs> Hyundai Shopping Centers, you know, Hyundai Electronics. <laughs> Advertising companies. Yeah. Um, but it's just, it's, it's like the same people, right? Like whether or not it's government, military, large fucking grocery chains, whatever. It's like the same people. It's, it's like they're, I don't know, it's just a, it's like the same kind of person. And, and also that, you have that to... finds that organization and just sticks around. You also have to remember, um, we're also talking as outsiders. You know, who doesn't hate their boss? Everybody hates their boss. Right. Who, who doesn't think their boss is a moron? Everybody thinks their boss is a moron. So in that, in that sense, maybe the boss isn't that big of a moron, but it just seems like it. Just because. No, they're morons. Well, they're lucky morons. But, I mean, if I was in that position, would people be saying the same thing about me? Probably. Oh, you better believe it. No matter how good you are. I guess, I, I just think big companies are, I don't know, man. They, they don't seem to give a shit about their people. I mean, that's the, 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 they, they say that, that they do, but at the end of the day, it just seems to be about every every person for themselves. Well, that's part of the reason why I think that um, society kind of is the way it is. I always had this thought, like I don't I don't see how well, like look like North Korea, it's supposed to be a hellhole. Well, it probably is a hellhole, right? Mm-hmm. For a, for a normal dude like you or me, mm-hmm. but it's full of normal dudes like you and me. And they're all just trying to get by. So they'll do what they can. And I was having this thought um, because people like to call other people out for being cowards and whatnot. Boys. You know, especially like, uh, like, like policemen. You know, especially when they, when they do things that are just kind of following the upper echelons party line. You know, like... like uh, not all cops do this, but, you know, cops that just kind of, uh, would, uh, would infringe on someone's rights. Mm-hmm. Well, on the one hand, yeah, that's, that's not a good situation to be in. But to call that person a coward because they're not willing to put their, their livelihood on the line for some schmuck. That they don't know. Because the ideals. You know, you're not living up to certain ideals. You know, that's like the uh, like like the lawyers who uh, who take money out of the trust accounts from their clients, mm-hmm. which is which is a big no no. Well, yeah. But plenty of plenty of lawyers do do that. Some get caught for it. And the ones that always that always do that are the ones that have been in business for a while. So I guess it's always somebody, the person that's always saying, oh, that cop should have done this or that person should have done that. It's never anybody that like 
has any skin in the game. Yeah, it's easy. It's easy to to point out someone else's inadequacies, and it's real easy to sit there and say, "Well, they chose the job," and and you know whatever for for whatever for whatever profession, teacher, nurse, doctor, what have you. Real easy to do that, but in the end, that individual is just someone who's trying to survive. Which is why I, I hate that. I hate that. I hate that saying. Just like oh, so and so's a good person. I really hate the things like oh, they're, they're just people trying to, trying to, trying to make a living. We're all trying to make a living, you know. But you can't. I don't think that it's it's particularly fruitful to sit there and say and, and and give someone a pass for just trying to make a living, especially if that person is in a position that's supposed to be of more responsibility. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not explaining myself very well. But to go back to your to your idea, I I just have no no more to say than the than the empirical evidence of that one saying, which I think is you know. There's 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 truth to that. You know, you you do rise to your highest level of incompetence, but that's in a that's in a large bureaucratic organization. And. Yeah, the, the the saying the cream always rises to the top. I don't. I think that's not true in not, a large organization. Not always true. No. Well, I don't know about not always, but it seems to be the case a lot of the time. But you know, if you're really good at a certain position, there there probably is some hesitance to move you up to a different position because it's probably easier to find someone to sit there and administer people because a lot of a lot of a lot of upper management folks are basically placeholders they they can almost they're almost interchangeable yeah you know as long as you don't try to do anything crazy but you know it's like managing a team of accountants if I, if there's a bunch of really good accountants as their manager you don't need to like we need to think up of new ways to do more you know to change gap or whatever all you need to do is make sure that the lights the lights are on in the office and you know there's plenty of snacks and <laughs> and whatnot for them to do their jobs and continue making money yeah. for the company. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know if this is a very good topic. It's good enough. Because we've ran out the clock. <laughs> That's a different alarm coming. Cool. Ugh. Well, if you think you've got a bad topic, all I've had, all I've had, were a bunch of like one-liner topics or one that I was that was kind of. How many topics do you have in your phone? Not many. Oh really? Yeah. Because you always delete them after because you've got problems. Well, that too, but it, it, you know, you want to do the just just the the one-liner shit that pisses me off, or one that I kind of thought about. That's the shit that. Pisses you off. All right, so here's a. I don't know if there's 50, we can have fifteen minutes to talk about it. But... Well, they're 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 just one liner stuff. Okay. Really, um, like uh, like people. I've noticed this because I listen to. Should we call this the what really grinds your gears? No, because that's from Family Guy. <laughs> the, the the thing that uh, one of the things that's just kind of weird is that uh, watching. Watching 
left-leaning news and right-winning news, which I do, it's all the same. You know, it's geared towards an audience and it's geared towards pissing off your audience about what's going on about the opposing side. Okay. Both sides do that. And and to think and then and then to actually think that 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 it's not some big game. Like this idea that society isn't a big game is kind of weird. Cuz but that would suggest that there's a some kind of plan. No, no, it's not a plan. It's just kind of how the way it works. Right? Because when I, when I watch the or listen to the left-leaning news, it's all about the horrible junk that the Republicans are doing. Yeah. And when I watch the right-leaning news, it's all about the horrible stuff that the Democrats are doing. And each side is accusing the other side of doing the same thing. Right? Democrats talk about how like the Republicans are trying to ruin the country, ruin everything, take rights away, blah, 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 ruin the country. Um, you should be mad about that. Take away your rights. Just ruining everything. Republicans, same thing. Oh, the Democrats just ruin the country, ruining your life, just, you know, making junk harder for you, blah, 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 blah. But I'm just, I'm sitting there going, but they're on the same side, those up top. Yeah. Right? All they want to do is to keep us unhappy. Why would they want to keep us unhappy, though? Angry, scared, whatever. Well, it's, it's probably a business model. How is it a business model? Well, if the business model is keep me in power. Okay. Then it's a great business model, right? Tell all the people on one side, like, oh, those other folks on the other side are just assholes. And then the guy representing the other side is like, oh, those guys on the other side are assholes. So you don't think it's like a grand plan, though, other than maintaining one the status quo? Well, for them, yeah. Maintaining the status quo for them. Right. And it's, no, I don't, I don't, well, because I don't believe we're smart enough to come up with this grant, with, with a grand plan that works like that. Everybody thinks everybody else is stupid. And to a certain extent, that's correct, but it's incorrect in that everybody is just trying to get along, is just trying to make it through life. Trying to make sure there's shelter, entertainment, you know. Family. Yeah. Everybody, everybody's trying to do the same thing. Now, the folks that are, that are, that are playing with the lovers of power, they got more toys. And they're trying to keep those toys. And I was thinking about this the other day, too. I was like, why is it? Oh, and, and I've said this a while ago, too. Like, why is it that it seems like that the powers that be, the people that are, you know, in charge, so to speak, they always seem to try and make sure that nobody, they always act like money, power, whatever is finite. Resources are like finite. And they are, but like it's a closed system. Like every dollar I don't get, mm -hmm. like every dollar you get is a dollar I don't get, is kind of the way they act. But it's, you're saying it's not that. I don't think it necessarily is. Well, it's certainly not if you can print money. You're taking it too literally. You know, you're taking it too literally. But they're acting like everything you get is something less that I get. Yeah. 
And I was thinking about like anytime, anytime normal folks like you or me are able to get something going, like there's a lot of people, a lot of people that are involved in like mom and pop real estate. Okay. You know, a lot of people, especially out here in California, you know, they'll, they'll buy an extra house somehow, mortgage it, whatever. They'll, they'll get an extra house and they'll try to get an income stream from that. Right. But it seems that the bigger real estate folks are really trying to keep that from happening. Like if they own all the stuff. Yeah, they can, you know, then, you know, hey, you have to rent from me. But it's it's kind of the way I felt about, and this is an aside, a long time ago, um, about the Muslims and... For lack of a better phrase, everybody knows what I'm talking about when I say the Holy Land. Mm-hmm. Now, years ago, there was all this talk about how, like, the Muslims didn't care. There were there were these great landlords. They were, they, were, they were fine with having people living in the Holy Land as long as they're the ones that control it. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, well, why do you have to control it? And they can say, well, what? like, it's mine. Like, what are you talking about? It's yours. And, and that's, that's even, that's even like one of the, one of the, um, one of the responses that the, or one of the, one of the points that was given, and I've said this myself, right? This used to be Mexico where we're living here in Southern California. Mm-hmm. And so when people are like, oh, you know, about the illegal aliens, like, oh, you can't call someone illegal. And this, this used to be their land. They weren't around when it was part of Mexico. And, you know, before that, <laughs> it was a bunch of people that, that kind of wandered here. You mean from other... Yeah, if you, belie- if you believe the migration stories, during an ice age, small groups of folks walked across from Asia... And populated North and South and Central America. Right. So, should it really be part of Asia? Those people are gone. When this happened, those in Asia, they were, the countries that are around in Asia right now weren't around. Well, there were no countries then. Well, no countries as we know it, but yeah, there were. There was territory. Countries basically territory. Yeah, but did those territories even have names? They probably did. That's what they, you know, just I mean, because I guess you have to have a name, right? Don't you? Just because you don't know what it was called by somebody else. Yeah. You know, like the, like the funny, the funny thing where, where, where they're like, well, how can you discover someplace that somebody's already on? Yeah. I say, well, how can you, how can you have a, a constitutional right that never existed? You can't. Well, again, so saying, saying so-and-so discovered America or discovered Actually, what was it? Hispaniola? Was that Cuba? I don't know. I don't remember. But to sit there and say so-and-so discovered. And oh, that's where his, the, the Hispanic comes from? Yeah. So Cuba was called Hispaniola? Well, the, la- the land that, that Columbus landed on was not actually North America. It was, it was an island, and, it was, and he called it Hispaniola. And again, we're going, we're, we're going way back. It's like 40 years okay. in memory. Your memory, maybe. Right. Because, you know, this is what I learned in elementary school. So, so, to, so, the, this, 
you know, this, this whole idea, like everything evolves except when you don't want it to, you know, like the whole idea of we're all special. Sure. We're all special, special, meaning that there's no one else like us. Right. But just because you're special doesn't mean you're valuable. And that's been conflated, right? Things that are considered special are supposed to be really valuable, but at the same time, we're not special because we're supposed to be equal. And when I say not special, not valuable. And yes, this is a stream of consciousness boom, of all the junk that I've been thinking about for years and years and years. Well, I like, I definitely feel like coming back to what you first were talking about, the, um, the setting stuff up and saying those people over there, I mean, that's definitely something that happens on both sides of the aisle but does that make those people the same i don't i mean i i mean i think there's still policies that are good and policies that are bad you know yes it makes them the same because whatever policies they're talking about are policies that keep them flush with whatever they've got so you don't think that the philosophically they're very far apart or do you think you don't think it's about philosophy i don't know what you're talking about conservative philosophy, liberal philosophy. They're trying, they're, they're, they're sitting there touting a message to you, Mr. Underling. You know, it's, 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 it's those people that are controlling the levers of power, spouting out whatever they need to spout out to get enough popular support to where there's only two sides or three and they're trying to, they're, you know, it's it's trying to keep it in such a way that they stay where they are and you stay where you are. So most of what they say is in bullshit. Turns out to be, doesn't it? I mean, you should really just not. Turns listen. out to be. You shouldn't, you shouldn't protest. You shouldn't, you shouldn't riot. What about when it's people on your side doing it? Well, that's a protest. That's not a riot. And even if it is a riot, a riot is the language of the unheard. So, because I'm always like, well, what's the fucking solution? The solution is not not to listen to these people. Well, the solution, you're 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 skipping a whole bunch of steps. <laughs> I just want the answer. Right, but still, you're 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 skipping a whole bunch of steps. Do you want to live the way you're living now, in terms of creature comforts and you know whatever? Well, I'd like to be living a lot better than I'm living now. You're talking about something totally different. Do you want to live in a place that's relatively safe? Where you can live in relative luxury? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Okay. Of course. So in that sense, you have to stay within this system. And in any system, there's going to be people that want to, that want to rise to the top. You mean... Do you want to have a system where it just churns people, right? Every few years, the people that, are, that were on top, they get to be paupers, and the people that were paupers get to be on top, and you stay there for about five, ten years, and there's a big reshuffle, kind of like that movie. Was it Dark City? I never saw that movie. Uh, it was kind of like... Wait, is that the movie with... Rufus? Rufus Sewell? Yeah. Nah. It, was a dark, it was a 90s movie... Basically, every night things kind of change. So a person that was a bus driver during the day can can end up being like the mayor. Really? The next day, they just they just switch stuff around, right? 
and 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 so like revolutions are the same way right it's just like a small and it's not even it's not even people at the bottom that are moving up in revolutions it's it's just like you're changing the people that are that are playing with the levers of power i didn't really like the idea of that what what are you talking about well again but that that's if you're living in a society Right? Do you want to be in some place where you're basically autonomous and no one can tell you what to do and whatnot? Okay, well then basically you have to live in small groups where there is no army, there is no country. Uh, you know, kind of like a kind of like a lion pride or or whatever a family of gorillas are. You know, have one 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 alpha just kind of with a little territory, yeah. and you're just fighting off whoever's coming into your territory, and there's nobody, there's no police to call. There's nothing. You it's it's you, you you get by on whatever whatever you can get. Well, I don't like the sound of that either. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, so it's like there's no. Apparently, I'm just not happy with anything that you have to suggest. Well, and 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 don't 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 get me wrong here. It's not like I'm the I'm the grand poobah of ideas. You know, just because I've said something doesn't mean it's going to happen. I'm just saying the way I see it. You know, yeah, you want to make a change in society, but nobody wants to make a real change in society. It's just like that. It's just like that the scene in Glow where where they had the, the lead and the casting director is like, you know, why do you keep calling me into this? Like, and, and he's like, well, these producers always ask me to, to, to find me a girl that's different. Uh-huh. That's, you know. Just so they can sit there and Well, say, no, that's, that's different because they're all like, I want something different. I want something new. So I bring you so they can know. That that's not what they want at all. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, I don't know. So man. part, you know, part of it is that. I mean, if you want to fundamentally change society, that's a scary prospect. A fundamental change. I mean, people people throw around people that talk word. about fundamental change all the time, and and they, and they do say it. we need to change things. Well, they do it incorrectly. They do it incorrectly. You know, the fundamental the fundamental systems of our society are, are wrong. Like, what are you talking about? We should go to communism? Why? When people say things like that, I feel like it's disingenuous anyway. Well, sure. Shit. And that's it. Damn it. I'm so glad I ran out the clock. 15 minutes is not enough time. It is, it is when you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> I guess. Whew. All right, so uh, we... I guess, yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, let's try to think of some other time, other things to do for next time, and yep, that will hopefully we'll start getting better. Yep. No, we're good enough. Time for some beast stew.